It's the Muppets Minute Show, and we're your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! We're here to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the great Muppet caper, Minute 17. Minute 17 begins with Gonzo singing Pest and ends with Fozzie putting on his nightcap. Aw. Night, Very night, cute. Fozzie. Yeah. So we're wrapping up the uh, Happiness Hotel song here. It's gonna, it's gonna gone on for five minutes, right? Just yeah. Like- it's a long one. Um, a lot because we have couple musical interludes and stops for dialogue which so right. far in the two big uh, musical numbers we've had they like to put in some stop for dialogue during the not really stop but they continue with the music in the background but there's a lot of dialogue in these uh, which right. is a little bit different than uh, the song structured by uh, you know Paul and Kenny for the for the Muppet movie uh, which didn't do that as often. They did that a few times. But this seems like at least these first two songs, uh, they're uh, really uh, doing that a lot. Yeah, it feels more like a like a musical in this in the in the sense of hey, we need to like get you guys up to up to speed on what's actually happening in the plot. Yeah, um, yeah. Like when you're watching one like on Broadway or something, they they a lot of the time they do the same thing. Yeah, it is a bit more mu- Broadway musical like, and that's what they yeah. wanted. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're going for. So. But the uh, so the uh, the lyric, let us have it, Nick, since you, uh, you know, were very curious about what that lyric was. Well, that- la- last minute, you know, Fozzie was uh, was all about the uh, um, you got every kind of critter. Then Gonzo finished his line. Yeah, I got every kind of pest. And then Pop says, but we treat them as equals, just like any other guest. So yep. does that mean that uh, that that the guests are treated so bad they're treated like insects, or the insects are treated really, you know, and the bugs are treated really well that they're treated uh, like guests? It's quite the conundrum. Yeah, uh, it's like the chicken and the egg kind of thing. <laughs> I don't really know. That's a good question. Maybe they're all just treated very neutrally. Right. I mean, that's a, the easiest thing to do. The easier way to do it is just to treat your guests really bad, like like right. The just treat everybody terribly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if go. they were being treated well, I mean, they are happy though. I guess, who knows? Maybe you know they are happy there in spite of the disrepair. Right. Uh, but I don't. I don't see how. I mean, especially con- going on in- into this minute, I don't know how they're happy. Um, but they are. Because so. <laughs> you <laughs> that can't is a good beat, again. Because you can't beat the price. As Scooter exactly. Says, right. That's yeah. true. You have to just be grateful that yeah. there's somewhere that you have somewhere to stay. I mean, so. I get that. You know, I. Uh, you know, sometimes like I'll go on a on a trip somewhere and I'll uh, save a little bit of money and I'll stay with somebody. And you have to. Ju- if you do that, you can't really complain. Like, right. you literally just have to put up with whatever you, you could hope for the best that the hospitality is there, especially if they invited you, you know, to come there. But you just have to hope for the best. And right. you can't really make demands or complain. That's true. And that's what's going on here. And if you're not paying anything, you shouldn't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, it's true. Yeah. Um, so the rest of the mayhem are kind of wrapping up the song and they saying. Though you're cleaner than the others, still as far as we can tell, <laughs> you'll fit right into the Happiness Hotel. Uh, I like how they notice that they're pretty clean. I mean, at least they are now. A few days of staying here with probably no running water, I'm sure they won't be so clean anymore. 
Although, again, that's why I don't think Scooter's actually staying here, because his jacket is shiny. Right, he does look, he looks cleaner than the others. Yeah. I think it might have been funny if he had delivered this line, actually. Yeah. Um, because it, well, he's not referring to himself, he'd be saying the others, mm-hmm. you know? So I like that. Uh, I would imagine <laughs> that he would sing that, but it still works. Um, and then Kermit and Fozzie agree, we'd fit right into Happiness Hotel. Yeah. And uh, we have one another one of our giant group shots which we i guess we don't have to name everybody because we've already named everybody that we've seen in this hotel Mm -hmm. but that's a lot of people or a lot of muppets well yeah it's a nice group shot has two bands in there and uh you know a bunch of our main players yeah and they all look super happy especially new zealand like i've noticed his his mouth kind of forms a natural smile when he smiles for the uh for the camera um and we need to add this to our list of gonzo pictures yeah yep i yeah. added it yeah yeah um so we get uh, one of our first funny like um visual gags here when gonzo shoots the picture and then everybody's eyes look completely um affected by the flash yeah. like, the people the pupils are tiny you know and even i the funniest thing about it i think is even bunsen has eyes now inexplicably well yeah him uh zoot I think Janice looks the creepiest. Look oh, at- yeah. Janice does Oof. look super creepy. Yeah. And you're right. Zoot's eyes wouldn't be um, typically showing uh, you. Yeah. But at least he has sunglasses. Like, and at least you can believe he has eyes behind his glasses. Like with Bunsen, like he just has none. You know, you. Right. You know. Yeah. So it is it is funny that that he has them here, I think. But uh, yeah, Janice is a little strange. Yeah. Lips gets eyes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah even Pops, they gave uh too. It's a really know. it's a really cool effect. I mean, you know, when you pause it, you can see the screen goes completely to white, at, you know, and then it's just yeah. a cut cut, but uh it's a really good effect that really really works. It does really work. It's funny. Um and it's weird to see Kermit with like normal looking pupils. Mm-hmm. Like it it doesn't look right. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, move on. Because other than some clothing, he doesn't get many changes. I mean, you know, they do no. the Constantine thing, so he gets the whatever. But gets a mustache, right, right. I think, sometimes. But but that's supposed to be a different character. Right. So right. it doesn't really count. But yeah. yeah, anytime you see... But you're right. That could still be why that was so unsettling. is because it's so strange to see Kermit, I would say, off-model. Like, just slightly off-model, and you notice it. Right. Um, so, yeah... It, it's, it's the cool big though. one. So it's like, it, you know, the, the, the bit players and stuff. All right. They change their eyes. It's funny with 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 Kermit. It's a bit shocking. It's jaw yeah. jarring. Uh, it, it'd be like changing Mickey Mouse, you know, in his appearance. Yeah. It's, it's like unsettling. Yeah, that would, that would yeah. be the word I would use. And, you know, we they do this with Piggy all the time. Um, Piggy right. has a lot of different eye expressions. She's on this scene, obviously. But she comes to mind as one. I know that they do this frequently in terms of expressions on her eyes. So I feel like with her, it's never it's never strange. But with a lot of these Muppets, it's a little jarring. But especially Kermit. Yes, agreed. Um, and then this all, the ending of this song is probably my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> Maybe yours too, when, uh, when we see Sam, who has not made an appearance for this entire song. Now that the song is over, he, he has to have his input. So he comes out and he, of course, says, you are all weirdos and he isn't wrong he's not wrong but he's a bit of a weirdo himself well yeah 
He's the most straight-laced of all of the Muppets, I would say for sure. But he he doesn't he doesn't put up with this nonsense. Like this is not his scene. Why is he at this hotel? Is my my second question. Do you have a conspiracy theory for that? You know, I haven't been able to put one together yet. Hopefully, I'll get more information and be able to because I real I I put the same thing. I said, "What the hell is he doing in this hotel? There's no reason for a Sam the Eagle to be here except to make this joke." Exactly. I mean, and that is the only reason that he's here. But like, it has to like make sense to me. Like, I have to figure out why he's staying here because you'd think he would have a little bit more class and a little bit more dignity, and he would not be at this hotel. It doesn't mean he has a little bit more money. It's true. It's true. Maybe he has no choice. But why is he here? Why? And you know what? I bet as an eagle, he probably really likes to snack on a lot of the pests that you can find in the hotel. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe he should go stay like in a nest in a tree <laughs> because that is also free and that would be like his natural habitat. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's a, it's a great line. And it's like you said, he's not wrong. And it's just a great, it's a great cap to the song because like the song already ended great with the, with the end of the song and the flash and the eyes. And then you have this to just kind of top it all off. Mm -hmm. It's a really well constructed scene. I like it. Yeah. You got anything else about Sam? No. I do like, I do like when he closes the door, the little addition of the, like he just has like a little grumble that it maybe wasn't even meant to happen, but you know, Frank's under there being all into Sam's uh, character (laughs) and you know how he closes the door and just goes, like, (laughs) His line wasn't enough. He has to have his little um, yeah. his last his last line there, or his last noise, I should say. Anyway, uh, well, let's go up to the uh, the room that uh, Fozzie and Kermit and Gonzo are staying in. Not only are they sharing a room, but they are sharing a bed, as we find out too. But you know what? When you're paying nothing, you should just be glad to have any kind of privacy. Yeah. So, and we get to see inside the suitcases. We're wondering. Yeah. Well, do you get to really see? Well, I guess you do get to see inside it because you see Kermit, and he's got like shirts. Yeah. In his suit. Although, is that Kermit's? It is Kermit's. He has shirts. So maybe that's part of his tuxedo. I, I don't know. Maybe he just he's ready for maybe if they went out to dinner or something. Do we ever see him wear that shirt in this movie? Probably not. Um. Well, I'm wondering if that is uh, is that the night? Do we see him in like a nightgown or night? In you know, like pajamas. A pajamas tomorrow. I don't. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, they do kind of look like pajamas because they're striped. Kind of look like pajamas. But I don't yeah. think we see them in pajamas tomorrow. But they have buttons on the sleeve. It also it it looks actually like it might be a jacket. Yeah, because there's little buttons on the on the cuffs. Well, we'll see what he wears when he goes to interview Lady Holiday tomorrow. Right, probably like nothing. not tomorrow our time, but tomorrow their time. Right, because tomorrow exactly. our time will still be in this room. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love how Rizzo. I think this is Rizzo, the one with the little yellow hat. Yeah, I think, you know, and I I guess that that, that kind of answers my question. I kind of thought about that. That's why they gave that one rat a different hat. So you knew it was Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. It's a silly, strange hat to pick, but it is funny. Like, the more I think about it and let it sit in in my brain, the funnier it is, this hat. Like, I don't know why he would be, why he would have chosen such a hat. But maybe it's something I like another guest left behind and he just like found it in the lost and found bin and he likes to wear it. I don't know. I like to think of that. Uh, but he's clearly asking for or waiting for a tip. And I don't know if Fozzie's just like completely oblivious, which is probably more likely, or mm-hmm. if he just doesn't have any money to tip. But it seems like he's just more oblivious to the idea of a tip. So, yeah, I um, mean, you know, it's it's both ish because I, I mean, even if he knew what Rizzo was asking, he wouldn't have the money. But I don't think he knows. I, I, don't, I don't think he knows either because it's a little because it's a little rude. 
Like, you know, it's kind of like if I, uh, if I see like a homeless person and I, and I don't have any money, which I genuinely don't anymore, I'd be like, sorry, I don't have any cash, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't have any cash. And this is kind of like in the case where a normal person would be like, uh, yeah, sorry, I don't have any cash. Yeah. Uh, or you just kind of hope that they walk away and don't, uh, don't stick their hand out. But it does seem like he doesn't know what he's, what he's doing, why he's standing there. No, there's so, there's no way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, don't I mean, he didn't know what the he didn't know he that the Eiffel Tower wasn't in London. So right. <laughs> Fozzie's not the brightest bulb. And so uh, we'll have to see if that comes back to bite them. You know, because sometimes uh, if you don't tip, you know, you get kind of I don't know how much worse the service can get. Although they did carry the bags to the room. I mean, you got maybe an that. expectation of a tip though. Right. So right. who knows? I, I we'll see how the we'll see how like you said how the service continues. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of how it is. You don't tip somewhere where you're going to be repeating. It, that's never a good decision. Oh, no. The, then you're going to be treated badly. Yep. Um, but yeah, I like how none of the other rats ask for tips. They just kind of leave. But um, it's it, a cute. Oh, I, go ahead. Well, I have a feeling that in that kind of situation, um, it's a, maybe it's a shared thing. Maybe Kermit right. actually did tip the other rat. We just don't see it. Um, it's possible that could have happened off frame. I'm going to say no. <laughs> just a gut feeling i'm gonna say no right. but yeah I, I, yeah the possibility is out there <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going with no oh. but i like the even the little simple effect of how the rats walk out of the room yes is 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 very clever it's like they they just kind of walk towards the door and you know they're just off screen somewhere but they then can pull the door shut to make it really really convincingly look like they left the room mm-hmm um, it's a nice little, it's a nice little, one of those just cheap, easy effects and it works really great. I yeah. just wanted to point it out. My, my little theory there, like behind the scenes, I feel like, cause we can't see the floor behind Fozzie to the door. So I think they just drop down, right? Is that what you're thinking? They just kind of drop down the hole there? Yeah. I have a feeling that there's a, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's no floor there and that's right. where like Frank is standing, you know, and they just kind of drop down. It it does look like Rizzo's walking almost like it, he's a marionette or something at this point. Yeah. Or not Rizzo, the other the one. The other one, the other one. You can see his legs moving and you can see him, but he does look like he's being like maybe carried along by strings, which is possible. And I went, I went past this, but I think my favorite part in this minute, besides the Sam Eagle thing, is Fozzie licking his hand and... And cleaning his teddy bear's face. Mm-hmm. How cute is that? It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's kind of gross, but it's so cute and loving. Like he just loves his little bear, and he's cleaning his face. I love it. It's like a cat cleaning, like the mama cat cleaning the baby. It's it very cute. Is cute, and it's another one of those little human, um, you know, like human motions. Um, yeah. That you know, yeah, it's a weird one, but it it is very human. It's, and I wonder if Frank impro- improvised that or if it was scripted. Like, I would be curious if he'd be yeah. like, oh, this would be really cute if I just do this. Like, interacting with the teddy bear. It's like, it's like Fozzie's essentially a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And he's interacting with this teddy bear in a very, like you said, human way. And it just, yeah, it's it's subtle and you notice it because it's cute, but you don't, you 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 just think that's just Fozzie. You don't, like, you, it, like, I'm only thinking about, Oh, why is Frank doing that? What's his motivation? Because we're sitting here talking about it. But I would never think that while I'm watching the movie. No, you know? and it gives you that illusion, like you know that he doesn't have a tongue if you think about it. There's right. nothing wet in there, but nothing it, wet. The fact but, that he does that, just like oh yeah, he did that. And you don't think anything yeah. of it if you're just watching no. it. 
It's just cute. And does this t- does this teddy bear ever have a name? Because I, I for some reason remember that Big Bird's teddy bear is named Radar, and I don't oh, know wow. why I remember that. Maybe because I love Big Bird and I'm obsessed. But like, I don't know if Fozzie's teddy bear has a name. If anyone uh, knows that, let us know. Yeah, it's hard to Google. Uh, you know, I forgot to Google that one. I didn't look that one up, but. Uh... But maybe we don't see it. Maybe this is the only time we see it. I have a feeling. Oh, here we go. I have. Oh, you found it? Yes. I, I f- have a memory of him with his teddy bear, I believe, in Muppets Take Manhattan when he's hibernating with all the mm-hmm. other bears and he's got his teddy. But I don't remember. Did you find it? Let me know. Yeah. Um. F- like you said, uh, it's because there's actually on the Muppet Wiki, there's a whole section on teddy bears. Um, featured him on, on the Muppet Babies, a toy of baby Fozzie featured him hugging a teddy bear. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fozzie Bear owns teddy bears as seen on the Muppets Take Manhattan and on the Muppets, a dark brown bear. They actually don't mention this one because this one's a light brown bear. I wonder if this is the same one from Manhattan. Hmm. It looks, yeah, I'm filling up the picture from, uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. It looks like the same bear. Okay. Well, good. Then it is his bear. Yeah. It has maybe no name. But yeah, I'm not finding least, a name. At least we know that it is the same bear that he carries with him. It's very cute. And that does make sense. That's something that he would put in his suitcase. So look at that. And no rubber chickens. At least then I can see. No. It Which, does not mean that they're not in there somewhere. But that surprises just, me. Yeah, I have a well, I, you know what? Here's my here's my take on that. I I have a a feeling that Fozzie just packed like props in his suitcase, and right before they left, Kermit went over and replaced or maybe added some clothing because Kermit looks out for Fozzie. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because that is like how they function. Yeah, you know, it actually really reminds me of like when all like we're going to Grandma's house for the weekend or the night, and I'll tell my five year old <laughs> to go pack. I would go pack a suitcase. I'm gonna go pack some clothes and some underwear and pajamas. Like I'll tell her to pack what to pack, and then it'll come back and like it, it will be like a doll and a horse and an apple and like you know like <laughs> just you know what I mean just like random items that make no sense and I go honey are you really going to need all these things and like, like just like a handful of beads like maybe <laughs> thrown in there like and and I go why 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 have you packed these things and in her mind well those are the things that I'm going to need yeah. right like I, I and and Fozzie does feel like maybe he is essentially just like a 5 year old so it does make sense that that would be how he packs his suitcase yeah in any event, uh, he, he did bring his nightcap, which he puts on. Uh, what is the purpose of that? Is that just to keep your hair from getting messed up? It, I never thought about it before as a thing that people do. I know in the olden days you see like men putting those on their heads and going to sleep. But what is the purpose of a nightcap? Keeps your head warm. Oh. Because you you're not pulling your blanket up. You lose a lot of, uh, you lose a lot of heat through your head. You do. Um, I never really thought about that before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I like it. And now I feel a little stupid, but I like that you pointed that out to me. I feel like I learned something new today. It's like you're wearing a blanket sandwich because you got it pulled up to your neck and then you got it on your hat and all you have yeah. out is your face. There you go. I mean, the weather doesn't look extremely cold where no. they're with it, but, but you know, and he has fur. But- I think it's fall because we saw a lot of leaves on the ground outside when they got tossed off the bus. Right. Yeah. Um, Gonzo is in a jacket, so I think it's fall. Okay. All right. Well, and and I'm sure that the Happiness Hotel does not have any heat, so um, <laughs> let's just go with that. And uh, 
and I like it. Okay. Actually, he does look correction. Cute in his what, what? There's one spot of heat, and the cat with the eye patch is oh. taking it up. So. Yep. What was that cat's name again? I already forgot. Patchers. But, no, it was started with a G. Uh, I don't remember, but I like that cat. I, I we all Gaffer, remember that. Get, Gaffer. There we go. Yeah. That was what it was. Something like that. Something like that. Well, that's all I've got for minute seventeen. Do you have anything? Uh, yeah. I I want to talk a little bit about Gonzo here because okay. it's very obvious he was not listening to the song. No, he was not. Because <laughs> Fozzie's like, I'm hungry. Gonzo says, call room service. Right. Um. I think that Gonzo's under the impression that this is a very classy hotel. <laughs> I- I'm pretty sure that like he doesn't he hasn't clued into anything because to him it's amazing. Everything's right. amazing. So yeah, I mean yeah, he wasn't listening to the lyrics, but I, I do think that he genuinely believes that it- well, it's this is a great place. It's got to have room service, yeah. you know. I, so, I mean, I, the, the other thing that makes me think he didn't listen to the song, he asks, "Are you sure we can afford this?" Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's again to him. It's super nice. Yeah, it's like walking into a room that's just like completely beyond your expectations. <laughs> um, and I mean, honestly, we should all strive to be like Gonzo in right? that regard. I know. Like, I don't know if it's the fact that he just like sees the good in everything, or the fact that his bar is just so low. Like, I don't know. I don't know which it is. But either way, it's it's a nice way to approach life. Uh, the Gonzo philosophy. Yeah, I think I it's like just it. happiness, happy bliss. Yeah, this is just, this is his perfect hotel. Perfect for Gonzo. All right, well, thanks, you guys, for listening to Minute 17, and we will be back with you tomorrow for Minute 18 uh, of Muppets Minute. In the meantime, check us out, MuppetsMinute.com and at MuppetsMinute on Twitter, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.